morning everyone, Chip Paul here for Chip Talks. We're gonna try to do this a little bit different way than we have been doing in the past. So um, try to produce these a little bit more, make a little bit nicer videos and make them a little bit more enjoyable to watch, hopefully. The important thing to me is that I give, give you guys information and that I give you guys information about kind of what I know about human function and how you work. And I know a lot about human function and about how you work. So it's important to me that I give you that information, try to educate you in the best way that I can. And so we're gonna try some different methods to see if uh, we can't uh, do a little bit better job than we have been. So today we're gonna to talk about sleep. Sleep is a very exciting topic to me. Um, have you guys ever seen Avatar? Or have you ever seen The Matrix? What's kind of interesting what happens with sleep, right? With like in Avatar, so when uh, basically the human that inhabits the Avatar is in the Avatar, that human has to be asleep which is interesting. Um, so when the avatar goes to sleep, then the human wakes up, which is interesting. So, you know, that's kind of an interesting thought uh, about kind of what happens to us when we sleep. And I'm gonna kind of go down that road a little bit. I'm also gonna go down the road of really what, what is happening inside of your body when you sleep. So first of all, let's talk about sleep. So what is sleep? Well, we all know sleep. We've you know all experienced it probably within the last 12 hours. So we know what sleep is about, and we know you know that we feel better when we sleep more deeply and restfully. We kind of don't have such a good time when we don't have a good night's sleep. So we all are pretty much aware of, of those facts, right? But what happens when we sleep? Well, the first thing that happens, and you know, why do we go into this restful state and then why do we sort of close our eyes and go deeper and deeper and deeper and sort of lose consciousness, right? So what's that about and how does that work? Well, it turns out that you can, let's say, uh, analyze that uh, quite a bit by brain frequency and brain wave patterns. And so what happens when we're normally awake, when we're awake and alert, we have very active brainwave patterns, and these active brainwave patterns you can think of as a, as a very strong frequency. As we begin to relax and as we begin to calm down, again, this, this frequency gets basically lower. So the frequency gets lower, which means the peaks aren't as close together. And as we get into a very deep and restful sleep, you'll see that the frequency gets very, very low even less than one kilohertz at certain times. And so that's pretty low. The fundamental frequency of the earth is about 7.8, I think, hertz. It's the Schumann resonance. So you guys can look that up and correct me in the comments if I, if I got it wrong. That'll be a fun exercise. But I think it's about 7.8 hertz. And so that is the frequency of the earth. That's sort of the earth is always ringing you know, to that tune, let's say, and we're above that sometimes, but as we sleep, we come below that even sometimes. So we sort of, as far as our consciousness and where our frequency is, we bang around that number. But the interesting thing about this graph is, well, what happens if we increase frequency? What happens if our frequency increases in our brain and our brain waves? And, and that's kind of an interesting thought. So if one way puts us to sleep, would the other way increase our function in some way, which is kind of a cool thought. But anyway, as we go to sleep, so our brain slows down, our brain patterns slow down, sort of how we're functioning, our fundamental frequency slows down. 
The other thing that happens inside of us is a lot of body processes, a lot of like, let's say repair and restorative processes, our immune system, all that begin to really light up, light up at night and, and when we sleep. So again, if we're not having restful sleep, if we're awake, if, we're, if our brain isn't in that relaxed and restful state, where the rest of our body can kind of take over, then we're not gonna do some things as well as we might under other circumstances. So um, when we look at the endocrine system, um, basically what happens is we're making certain, certain hormones at certain times. So we all know about melatonin, right? So we know about melatonin and melatonin is kind of the thing that we would take to sleep. Well, it turns out that melatonin, if you take it during the middle of the day, it won't have much of an effect on you because your receptors are closed. Your melatonin receptors, the thing that you need to receive melatonin, the catcher's mitt, let's say, to the baseballs, there's no mitt. There's nothing to catch those baseballs. So if you take melatonin during the day, really nothing's going to happen. If you take it during the night, again, it will have an effect it's not something that you want to take though necessarily because your body makes it. It's better to figure out how to stimulate your body to make more of it than to supplement with melatonin. Um, just FYI, the hormones and steroids you really don't want to get in the middle of. What you want to do is figure out the mechanisms as to what's going on in your body, why it wouldn't be producing certain things or why it's overproducing certain things. And then you wanna get in the middle of that. So, and that's what we do. We look for more the cause of things. So, you know, what is the cause of not sleeping well? Um, well, there could be lots of causes to that, but um, sugar is a big cause of that, believe it or not. Um, so anyway, but your hormones, it, this is your endocrine system. So I'm just showing a quick graph of the, of the endocrine system and kind of the highest uh, times for circulating endocrines. And so you can see that, you know, insulin is kind of during the day, uh, but most of the stuff is during the, the night. So you have most of your endocrine activity at night. Um, and that goes to your, basically your organs and how you're running and controlling your organs. So a lot, we're doing a lot with our organs at night. We're doing a lot, you know, in systems at night even though we're not aware of it. We're, we might be somewhere else. But I kind of think that we are two things in this reality, okay? So we're a wonderful, multi-dimensional, beautiful soul, spirit, you know, however you want to look at that. But we are this, you know, godly incarnation here in earth, sort of driving this physical thing, right? And this physical thing, again, it you know it's a collection of cells right so we need to look at right now you know systematically we look at ourselves as this unit well we kind of are that right so i look at you like a human unit um but you're really not just a human unit you're a collection of cells and those collection of cells all have to talk to each other you're like a system right so you're like a big you know cellular system and all those cells have to communicate with each other. They have to understand what each other are doing. So there has to be sophistication in your vehicle. There has to be some intelligence in your vehicle. It's a wonderfully you know, created, if it was, I believe it is, created thing. Um, but again, it's not you, know, you, you're something else. You're you know, a beautiful soul or incarnated spirit. So anyway, this vehicle, let's say that we're driving, I never got an owner's manual. 
I don't know about you guys, but I never got an owner's manual as to how to drive or operate or take care of or maintain this vehicle. And frankly, the stuff that we're taught out there is just flat ass crap. Um, so it's kind of up to us to figure it out, to ferret through the junk and to figure out what makes sense or not. And so that's again, what I try to do for you guys or help you guys do is educate you along those lines. Okay, so folks that have kind of had health figured out for a long time, again, and you know, in China, you really don't go see the doctor, right? So you go see the Chinese herbalist, you know, so that's kind of the, for your first line of defense. And generally you don't need to go see the doctor. If you get hit by a truck or shot or something like that, then you go to the hospital and you go to the doctor or get Wuhan virus or whatever. Um, so this is, what this is, is the Chinese body clock. And, and what it is, is there's different times for every single organ, okay? And so this is important in that there's times for all of these different organs and times when, you know, your body, let's say, is focusing on a, on a specific organ. And guess what? You know, doesn't that match up with the last picture where we're looking at the endocrine system and kind of what the endocrine system does? Now, uh, this is kind of a cool thing. I have to put on my glasses for a second to, to really look at this. So forgive me, it's, it's the, the, my wife will, will say, no, take your glasses off. So I will, just a second, honey. Give me just a second. Um, so I wanna really kind of uh, show you this. So this is from, if you go to Wikipedia and look at circadian rhythms, it's kind of cool. You're gonna see this particular picture. Um, and this picture is a pretty cool picture of what goes on in our bodies at, at what times. And so, um, you know, at certain times our blood pressure is increasing. At certain times our blood pressure, blood, blood pressure, good pressure, our blood pressure is decreasing. At certain times our body temperature is increasing. At certain times our body temperature is decreasing. We know that our resting heart rate, right? So when is your when is your heart rate the lowest? Well, it's right when you wake up in the morning, right? Because that's when your heart rate goes down and you're sort of cruising again at low frequency, low vibration. It's when the vehicle is resting. You've got your car parked during that time. So if you're having issues with sleep, that's like, gosh, Chip, I just watched this because I wanna tell me how I can sleep better. So yeah, there's lots of ways that you can sleep better. Again, what herbs or what behaviors will help us sleep better? Well, first of all, what behaviors will not help us uh, sleep better? So again, if you watch, watch a bunch of blue screen, right? So if you're on your computer a lot in the evening, uh, if you're on your phone a lot in the evening, if you're on your iPad a lot in the evening, uh, TVs aren't as bad as you know personal electronic devices, but if you're on your personal electronic device at night, you're getting a lot of blue. You're getting a lot of basically blue and blue is very stimulatory. So blue is going to wake up the frequencies of your mind, right? So you're not gonna be able to calm your mind down to lower that frequency if you've got a bunch of blue scrambled around. So just right off, blues are not so good because again, blue is telling your eye that the sun's up, um, that you know it's time to be awake, it's time to be stimulated and, and it's not time to do that. Um, electronics, again, it's not good to be around a lot, a lot of electronics uh, in the evening, you know, at night. And so if you're around a lot of EM, if you're around electromagnetic radiation, 
um, that's not so good. Some of us can't do a lot about that, right? So if you're in the middle of a city and you're right under a bunch of power lines, um, you can't really do a lot about that. Now, why does that affect us? Well, that's gonna affect us a lot more if we've got a lot of sugar in us, okay? So if we've got a lot of sugar in us, it's a lot easier for me to influence you uh, with certain electromagnetic patterns and waves. Um, and also just sugar is not, sugar is not conducive to how our body works. So fat is very conducive to how our body works. If you, by the way, again, this is going all over the place, so sorry about this, but you know, we're, we're, we're kind of getting into sleep, but I have to sort of cover some other things. So if you go in the literature and look at like, and again, you know, sugar is not your friend. Glucose is not your friend. You need glucose, but you don't need to consume glucose, okay? Your body needs glucose. You need glucose to operate cells, and you need glucose to, to build pyruvate, which is how you build big ATP and beta oxidation. So you need glucose, but you don't need to eat glucose, okay? That's pretty important, all right? So we're gonna consume some glucose, but if you consume a lot of processed sugar, I use this example a lot. The Peruvians have been um, basically eating coca leaves forever, right? So all throughout their recorded history, Peruvians eat coca leaves, raw, raw, raw. They don't get addicted to them. Um, you know, they're a natural product. They help them, they give them energy, they make them feel good. Um, so they're a nice thing and they're not addictive in that form. But if I take those coca leaves and I refine that out into cocaine, now I've got something that's horribly addictive. Now I've got something that's harmful, still makes you feel good, still gives you energy a lot, but it's not something that's going to be good for you at all. It's something that's horribly harmful uh, to you and will addict you, right? So that's not good, but it, the source of it is something that's okay, right? So. Sugar beet, same thing, right? So I have a sugar beet, that's fine in and of itself. A banana is fine in and of itself. A, you know, a celery stalk is fine in and of itself because those are all big sources of sugar or glucose, okay? Um, but if I take those things and I refine the sugar out of them and I create CNH pure cane sugar, refined sugar, processed sugar, that's just like that cocaine, boys and girls, okay? And that has effects in your body. That affects how you absorb and move around light in your body. That affects how you absorb and move around frequency in your body. Um, that affects your sleep a thousand percent, okay? And again, you can look it up yourself. Um, you should be beta oxidizing. That's how you should be performing. And at night, that's how your body is expecting to perform is beta oxidation. If you've got a bunch of circulating sugar, every cell will run on glucose. They're just gonna go, oh, well, I think I'll run on this crack cocaine rather than having to work hard at beta oxidation, and that's what happens. But anyway, that will affect your sleep, okay? So um, good luck trying to quit eating sugar. That's very difficult to do. So I would, I would, I would look at what we're doing at Neighborly Nutrition as far as diet um, to help you sort of jones off sugar, if, if you will. And, and again, I have trouble with that. So it's not something that's really, really easy to do, but there are ways to do it. And there's a certain amount of you know sugar that you can eat and then shouldn't eat. But anyway, what can you do to help yourself sleep? So again, intermittent fast, get away from the sugar, stay off of blue screen type devices late at night, stay away from your cell phone and any kind of EM as much as you can late at night and that will help you sleep.
try to get in line with the sun will also help you sleep. So, you know, why do we need to stay up till midnight and then barely be able to get out of bed at, you know, seven o'clock, right? So that's really not good behavior. So look at your behavior. We all need about eight hours of sleep, seven to eight hours of sleep a night. Um, you need to go through certain cycles in your sleep. Uh, I think you have to go through four of these sort of uh, light sleep, you know, medium sleep, REM sleep cycles, you know, in order to have a healthy sleep. And so that has to happen kind of four times. And if you don't give yourself enough bandwidth there, then that's not gonna happen for you. And again, you're gonna, you're gonna pay a price for that. So making sure that you have adequate time to sleep. Um, you know, again, if you're up at 1 a.m. watching TV, there's no reason to be doing that, is there, right? So unless you're a night worker or something like that. So again, try to manage your time. My wife and I go to bed literally at nine o'clock every night. Now, does that sound like we're like old boomers? Yeah, probably to most people, uh, but we're in line with the sun, right? So we're in line with the sun, and I'm telling you that makes a difference in your health. So we go to bed, you know, a little bit after the sun sets, and we wake up before the sun rises, and that is a pretty good system, we find, uh, but, you know, that's up to you. Uh, so what helps you directly sleep? There's lots of things, you know, so there's lots of herbs that will help you sleep. We have a product called Rest. So in True Medics, uh, I built and again, we have patents around what we do and we hold the first issue US patent on being able to manipulate your endocannabinoid system for predictable effects. And so we use that knowledge to build herbal supplements. And so this is our rest product, our rest product. Um, again, this is just like chamomile, hops, lemon balm, so simple herbs. But by com combining those herbs together in the right way, we get very, very powerful effects. Um, again, most people don't realize this, so let me just give you this real quick and then I'll, I'll, I'll sign off, so I'll, I'll quit, quit boring you guys for, for today. But most people don't realize this, but most drugs, so if you look at uh, like, you know, synambulance or, or whatever the, you know, pharma drug is for sleep, well, again, that drug, generally drugs, come from nature. And what happens is pharma goes to nature. Best story is, you know, the native native culture, I'm native, so we had this figured out a long time ago. We used white willow bark. White willow bark comes from willow trees, right? So easy peasy to go get some white willow bark. Um, when the Western folks started coming over to here, they noticed that all the Indian, the natives here were using white willow bark. And so they, you know, couldn't figure out what that was about but they took it back and they studied it. And what they found was that there was an active in white willow bark called cyclic acid. This was Bayer, by the way. This was right after they created their hero drug called heroin. Um, and the second drug was Bayer aspirin, but this is how they created it. So they took white willow bark, they found the active called cyclic acid. They acetylated it, which is an easy chemical process to change the molecule, but they changed the molecule so they can have, oh, we created a synthetic. We're so powerful, we're more powerful than God and nature, right? So that's what they think, believe me. Uh, so they created this synthetic and that's what Bayer aspirin is, all right? But most pharma drugs come from natural products and that's a very, very, their source is from a natural product. It might not be as strong as the pharma drug, but again, its source is in a natural product. So we can always go back to God's system, back to nature, to find our goodies. And so that's what I try to do, and that's the way that I try to build the stuff, the supplements that we offer. 
anyway, hope you guys have enjoyed this one on sleep. So uh, let us know what you think of this new format, if it's good, if it's bad. I want to have the boring presentation format. I want to have the, you know, go through the browser format, or if you like this better. So hopefully you like this better. Anyway, see you guys, love you guys, and we'll see you next week for another exciting Chuck Talks.